Welcome to North Star Physical Therapy Podcast. I'm Dr. Shirley North, and with over a decade of clinical expertise in the areas of pelvic floor conditions, lymphatic conditions, and chronic neurological diseases, I have a wealth of medical knowledge that I want to share with you all. In this podcast, I will answer the most common questions I receive from clients, family members, and fellow clinicians. Our purpose is not only to answer questions, but to educate you so you can make the best decision for your optimal health. This podcast is a perfect to listen on your way home from work, while you're on your daily walk, or just taking 15 to 20 minutes for yourself. Again, welcome to North Star Physical Therapy Podcast and get ready for us to guide you to optimal health. You guys, it's Dr. Shirley North again from North Star Physical Therapy, and thank you again for joining me on today's podcast. Just like most of my podcasts, they're coming from a place of the medical knowledge that I have gained and just to really help answer some common questions I get all the time. With being a certified lymphedema therapist, there's a lot of unknowns out there or a lot of words that just get thrown around. Oh, they're so similar. But in reality, it's not. So for example, today's episode is going to be all about hopefully defining that difference for you guys of lymphedema versus edema. So first, let's just help define what edema is. So that often is swelling, right? So that that word is going to be used interchangeably. But regular edema is the body's normal response to an injury, like a sprain, that as it heals, it progresses, or as the healing progresses, the that extra fluid that leaves the area and the swelling then goes down. So the body normally responds to that swelling by being able to get rid of that and get it through the area, and that swelling goes down. Whereas in lymphedema, this occurs within the lymphatic system and is damaged to the point, whether surgically or just you were born with it, like primary lymphedema and check out that podcast of primary versus secondary lymphedema but we're just talking on general lymphedema is when there is a damage to that lymphatic system to the point that the lymphatic fluid within that area exceeds the capacity of the lymphatic transport system to remove it so in layman's terms right there is that system that helps transport the lymphatic fluid. If that system just can't hold the amount of fluid that's accumulating there, then it's exceeding the capacity, it's crossing that threshold, and now that lymph fluid will just remain stagnant, okay? In regular edema, it's typically caused because um, that there's tissue fluid that just has a return to the circulatory system. Whereas in lymphedema, it's all within the lymphatic system. Those are two different systems until they become one later on in your body. Um, And so edema is due to an injury, like bumping it on something, uh, falling, um, even after maybe a surgery. 
And it's typically caused by that additional tissue fluid coming into the area and to help heal that injury. Once the healing is done, then your body can get rid of that extra fluid through the circulatory system. Whereas in lymphedema, that swelling is caused by the damage of that lymphatic system or by the fact that they were born with just a less motile and less mobility within that lymphatic system. And that damaged tissue is responding to an injury, but it's just really, really slow healing and potentially can be at risk for an infection. So for example, when there's a cut, right? If that cut is just taking a really abnormal long time to heal, that means that that initial swelling maybe to that area to try to get it to heal is just it's just the swelling keeps coming, keeps coming, keeps coming. And that capacity, that threshold was completely, you know, way, way over what it can hold. That swelling is way over from that. And now the lymphatic system is having a hard time getting rid of that. And so that's where that swelling in lymphedema um, can really progress. Um, whereas in regular edema, it does not typically um, progress in that same way. Edema is caused by you know problems in the circulatory system, like chronic venous insufficiency or congestive heart failure. Um, and this one typically occurs in the lower areas of the body. But if there was something like a surgery or accident or a fall or injury in the, into the upper body, it can also happen there as well. And oftentimes that swelling does not leave a mark when you press your finger into it. And that is called non-pitting edema. But when you do push your uh, finger into that swollen area and it does leave a mark, that is pitting edema. And that often is an early sign of lymphedema. That, that pitting edema uh, tends to remain there because things have kind of hardened, things have remained stagnant. And that pinning edema is uh, something that we look at. That's not the only sign for lymphedema. Um, however, we do use that is it pitting edema or non-pitting edema to help guide the, you know, the medical team of what to do. Now, edema can, you know, be caused um, from a variety of things, as I've said before. Um, however, it is relieved by the use of diuretics. Or it is also um, relieved and healed by that elevation and just a small bit of compression and maybe some ice just to help reduce that swelling. So again, we're going to get to that example of when you sprain your ankle. That initial thing to do is to, you know, put some ice on it, get some anti-inflammatories, you know, going on because your body's natural response is to flood that area for that tissue to heal, for moving that sprain ligament um, or, you know, tendon to heal. And so it's going to bring nutrients to that area, going to do its thing and trying to heal it. And then the circulatory system gets rid of that extra swelling. And so oftentimes, 
you know, you can be elevating your leg above the level of your heart. You maybe put some ice on it. Um, and it goes away fairly quickly. Within, you know, a day or two, the majority of that swelling goes away. If you had a surgery and you have some post-operative swelling, that swelling will still go away. It might take a little bit more time because think about that. You have now broken the skin. You have affected the lymphatic system that runs right underneath the skin. And so actually both systems, the circulatory system and the lymphatic system, is trying to, you know, bring the nutrition there, but also try to bring that extra tissue or that extra fluid away once that tissue is healed. But for the most part, in a fully functional, normal lymphatic system, the post-op swelling, the post-op edema will go away. For those with lymphedema, though, that post-op swelling may never totally go away or it's extremely slow and it requires maybe a longer time for elevation or in a longer time for the use of compression um, bandaging or a compression garment and to utilize other techniques like manual lymphatic drainage to help get that extra fluid through the lymphatic system. And so with that, lymphedema is harmed and not helped by any means by the treatment of diuretics. So if you have swelling and your physician puts you on a diuretic and that swelling does not go away within a day or two, then you need to consult them again and say, hey, this did not work. So it is not regular swelling. It's not regular edema. This might be something else like lymphedema. I am a huge, huge (laughs) advocate for my clients that are put on diuretics. So like, yeah, I've been on this for a couple months or like a couple years, but it's just not really going away. So for that entire time, your core lymphatic system was just getting inundated and that threshold was completely surpassed to try to get that fluid out. So that's maybe a little take home, not only of the difference of lymphedema and edema, but if you are put on a medication that either causes more swelling or it's supposed to get rid of swelling and it doesn't, please, please consult your medical professional who prescribed that medication to say this isn't it. It enrages me. It actually, quite frankly, pisses me off. (laughs) Sorry that there are physicians that just look at like a leg, for example, like, oh, it must be your, you know, oh, it's just swell. Let's just put you in a diuretic. So these poor people are peeing their brains out and the swelling is not going away. So that diuretic is being worked at the level of the kidney, but the fluid isn't in the kidney. The fluid is in the leg and it's outside in the lymphatic system and you need help to get it back inside that vessel to get it through your system to then get to your kidneys and bladder and urinate it out. It just enrages me so much and these people are put on diuretics just because and it's really the medical community not doing their fair shot and really investigating of saying, hmm, wow, I wonder why the medication didn't work. Well, it didn't work because that's not the right swelling. (laughs) It's not the right fluid. There's edema that's in the circulatory system that is solved by diuretics. And there is lymphedema that is in the lymphatic system is either damaged or really slow moving. And diuretics do not help 
Sorry, that was my soapbox right there. <laughs> it just really enrages me that people are being put on medications that are not needed. And in fact, makes the situation much worse because now you're dehydrating somebody and now there can be potential fall risk because now they're also lightheaded. They don't want to drink water. Now you're possibly looking at other infections or systemic issues going on. The risk of dehydration is way worse than you being able to get up and go to the bathroom more often. However, if it is not solving the original problem of why you're put on the medication, get off of it. <laughs> or at least consult your doctor to wean off of it, maybe. So there are some folks that maybe I have that do have a cardiac issue. And so that's why they're on the diuretic for their cardiac um, issue there, like congestive heart failure, or they do maybe have a kidney issue and they need that assistance. So totally get the use of diuretic for that. However, there are some times where, yeah, there is that swelling. It does kind of help, but my swelling is still very much there. And it's just, it's not really going anywhere. That's where I still implement lymphatic drainage techniques and compression garments that are appropriately, you know, strength, right, for those folks. So if you have swelling, make sure your physician is really looking at is this regular edema and swelling or is this possibly lymphedema? Throw out that term to them. Say, hey, do you think this is lymphedema? And they may be like, hmm, well, like maybe, and they can maybe talk it through with you. They may um, recommend you to see maybe a vein specialist um, or just go ahead and bring you right to somebody like me, a certified lymphedema therapist, and we can get going on that treatment very, very easily. And so I really want to make sure you guys leave today's podcast with the empowerment of there is a difference between lymphedema and edema or swelling and that you have some signs and symptoms, then you are now educated and you can go to your provider with. You also are well educated in having the knowledge of what medication, you know, can maybe induce some swelling or it can help treat it. But if it's not treating the problem, then it is something else and you need to go back to that physician. So there are differences between lymphedema and edema. I hope this helped you solve that. Feel free to uh, follow me and comment and uh, message me if you have any further questions. I'd be more than happy to help because remember, here at North Star Physical Therapy, I am your guiding light to optimal health. Take care, guys. Thank you all so much for listening to North Star Physical Therapy Podcast. Continue to follow me on Facebook or Instagram at Dr. Shirley North. Check out my website at www.northstardpt.com or I encourage you to email me any other questions about these topics and it can be featured at a future podcast at snorth at northstardpt.com. Again, thank you all so much. And thank you for letting North Star Physical Therapy be your guiding light to your optimal health.